Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Just popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mashko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Do what you like. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and then and then there's Mauer. I'm not even uh, you know what that was just grab them in the biscuits. Mm. <laughs> yes, lumpy oatmeal. I love this. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is great. You know, it's a it's a shame that we have to open the show this way, but I didn't expect this, and I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh dedicate this one to uh which name we MC Blowfish. MC Blowfish. <laughs> Akeem. Akeem. Uh, Humpty Hump. Yeah, oh, Shock G. What was the movie he was in with Dan Aykroyd? Uh, nothing but trouble. Nothing trouble. Nothing but trouble. The movie and released song debut of Tupac. We are absolutely naming this issue "Nothing But Trouble." That's fine. <laughs> Un- that's that's the name. I don't even care what else we talk about for the rest of the show. <laughs> nothing, nothing beats that name. That's what we're going with. Yeah, uh, Digital Underground. Uh, has been on repeat since I found out of his passing, and I for the Firesiders. I put the comment in there, but I truly think this, to this day, the only reason why Moshko became friends with me at all was because my first day when I worked with him, I came in with a Digital Underground shirt. And he turned to me and goes, we're going to be okay. <laughs> and went back to his corner. And I don't think I've ever seen that shirt on you again. <laughs> it got a, a tear in it, and nobody mm. wants to see that. He hulked God. out. <laughs> he hulked out. I got the job. Right. <laughs> well, all right. Welcome to the Wednesday <laughs> show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about those comic-related current events. Comic-related comic related current, current events. events. Oh, comic-related. Oh, current. current. <laughs> nope. We lost Events. <laughs> no, we got to get better. It's much easier when we're sitting around a table. Because we can make eye contact. Yeah, nobody knows who's going where, who's doing what. So comic-related current events, that's what we're talking about. We got plenty of stories. Like Blade joined the UN. Yes, the United Nations. <laughs> That's fantastic. Zeus is coming to Thor. Love and thunder. And Captain America 4 announced for the MCU. All right. And that's going to probably be the big story. But before we get into all that, we're going to start with comics like we normally do. And I feel like I can't let you wait but so long to find out why Blade joined the United Nations. Because that is the funniest little tag clickbait line I've ever heard. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, spoiler alert for uh, Avengers 45, uh, the Jason Aaron's one. And and honestly, everything kind of after king and black for the most part so quick little rehash on king and black and the reason why it affects blade is that during king and black when they were trying to figure out ways that they were going to defeat Nolan, and it was all hands on deck they went and they got uh dracula 
So they involved Dracula, and they had him bring the vampire nation to help fight against Null. Well, as soon as Null was defeated, Blade kind of had enough of that, and then just started killing the vampires that were there, and the vampires that, that could get away got away, and, and some were captured. Um, but in general, the reason why this is a big deal is that because Dracula did something good, and the vampires did something good, and how horribly they were treated by Blade afterwards, he demanded that Chernobyl where their headquarters is is now a sovereign nation that they get their own country uh, and that they get a seat at the UN uh, and that Blade has to be handed over to them for punishment uh, and somebody's T'Challa, been reading V Wars yeah T'Challa uh, really couldn't say but so much because especially after the aftermath in King and Black there wasn't but so much you could do there's a lot going on still so he kind of acquiesced to a lot of what uh, what Dracula wanted which pissed off Blade and Blade left the Avengers so Blade's no longer a part of the Avengers thank you I didn't he, I didn't think he was a, a proper Avenger in the first place I can't see why he would join the Avengers I mean, there, he enjoyed because of vampires but the fact that he stayed as long as he did was weird so now he's back to being normal but normal he, well <laughs> oh he's fair fair he's he was normal for a short period of time but then t'challa was like i'll tell you what and i'm gonna get grant you sovereignty um but you do you have to become the ambassador or the the guy who keeps in check or uh, who keeps checking on the vampire nation for the u.n so he is the representative <laughs> who has to continually stay on top of what dracula is trying to do and to make sure that the vampires aren't chomping down on any of their neighbors so his whole job now is to essentially keep Dracula contained. Now we know that, and I guarantee you the reason they did this was to just allow Wolverine to fight Dracula without Blade's interference. Like, cause now Blade doesn't need to be involved. There'll be a thing where Wolverine and Blade meet and he gets to be his undercover guy who's going town to town, killing vampires and eventually leads to Dracula. Now you got a vampire uh, Wolverine book that doesn't really have a lot to do with Blade. So this is kind of a cool status quo that the vampires now have their own like sovereign nation. Or it pits Blade against Wolverine in a more again, and has you know Blade now being a government official, a global government official. Like if Wolverine crosses him, there's repercussions there more than just normally. And I don't think Blade's gonna care. <laughs> I think Blade Dompierre is only gonna care whether or not uh, uh, Dracula gets his in the end. So at the end of the day he wants them all to burn so he's probably not the best person to to get that job i'm surprised nobody else was like mm, i feel like his past is a conflict of interest <laughs> but uh apparently not uh and for anybody unaware uh right now wolverine is currently on uh a, a personal vendetta against the vampires who really they want to capture him because his blood allows them to be daywalkers so that's how it kind of all ties in together with what was going on in the wolverine book but yeah that's blade blade still still standing strong in uh in the new mc or in i guess pre-mcu no, no thoughts on that at all. Both of you. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So we'll move right along then. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, Symbiote Spider-Man. And Symbiote Spider-Man is not a new book. We've talked about this before. It originally came out in 2019, I believe. Uh, and that book was uh, a chance to tell more of Spider-Man's story when he was in the Symbiote 
um, costume when he had the alien symbiote. So uh, because it did well, uh, because it was one of the few books that also had Photon in it, and since Photon is uh, played such a role in uh, WandaVision, their sales went up because of that. At least they believe their sales went up because of that. So they got the opportunity to do a next book, and what's cool about the next book is their goal is to have it take place in the Crossroads dimension. You guys know the Crossroads dimension for Doctor Strange and Hulk? So the crossroads dimension is where you go to essentially access other planets in the in our solar system, where you can go to other dimensions. It allows you to travel throughout the multiverse in, in kind of finite ways. Uh, and the Hulk at one point was banished by Doctor Strange to go to the crossroad dimension. And in that point, they only did it because they wanted the Hulk to fight like crazy monsters and stuff in other dimensions. But it was a place that he got to experience. So the writers have decided that they're going to have Spider-Man tag along in those stories. So this mm-hmm. symbiote book is going to take place with Spider-Man in the symbiote suit joining Hulk on those adventures that he had through the uh, Crossroads dimension, which is kind of cool. I mean, I'm kind of into that. That sounds uh, that sounds like it could be a neat book. Why are they bringing the symbiote back so hard? Because right it now? did because it made money. Oh, well, it was with because Venom. Dude, Venom was everything. King and Black and all. Venom was everything. Moving into Null, they were like, yeah, let's we got to what other Venom stories could we do? Because <laughs> we've got the shadow of uh, the spider. Which is the the story of him? What if he kept the symbiote? Now we've got this, uh, and this is not. It's this is this is to play around with continuity. That's what it is. They get to go back and tell old stories because this isn't anything new. This isn't affecting the story as of now. There's stories that are just f- like fit snugly in the time where <laughs> he had the symbiote. All right, now you have from here to here. He has to go in looking this way, come out this way, go. Yeah, the writer, the writer, the writer goes. Uh, uh, he goes. Uh, uh, it's talking about continuity. And he goes. Well, the fans. How do I put this? Uh, they're scrupulous. Yes, the fans are scrupulous about that kind of thing and making sure everything lines up. So, as uh, Peter David, I believe, is the the writer. All right. Well, let's talk about another Spider-Man book because oh, we're getting. Comes, by the way, it comes out in July. Throw that out oh, there. number one's not until July. Yeah, a lot of these sooner. A lot of the things we're talking about aren't until July. These are all the July because right, next big thing after Null. Now that Null's done, is going to be the uh, Avengers um, Heroes Reborn, where the the Squadron Supreme are the main heroes, and the Avengers never really existed. That's kind of what we're we're moving towards right now. Um, yeah, but anyway, what's going on with um, with Spider Man and the Sinister Sticks? Well. Who is the leader in your mind of the Sinister Six? Doc Ock. Unquestioned. Moshko? Would you uh, say according the same to thing? Marvel Strike Force, it is Doc Ock. Okay. And that well, there's game a is new cool. leader in town, it looks like. And well, there's gonna be two teams of Sinister Six. You're gonna have a team led by Doc Ock and one by Vulture. Would it be and the Sinister Twelve? They're gonna be 12? battling it out. The Sinister Twelve. <laughs> the Sinister well, no, Twelve. What, what is his, um, Vulture's Vulture's team has a different name. Oh, and it's a it's a ridiculous name too. Yeah, I'll find out. Keep going. <laughs> um, something with a twelve pack in there somehow. Uh, <laughs> but the waging villain teams will be in a war that puts New York City in the crossfire. It's going to see the return of Doc Ock, which he's been gone for how long now? Oh, for uh, a, uh, quite a while. He's been like four years, five years. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, technically, he had that clone body that the Jackal made him when he was the, right. the, the superior octopus, but it hasn't been like Doc Ock as we know him, like pudgy Doc Ock, right. like scientist mm-hmm. Doc Ock. It's been like the svelte, you know, GQ so. Doc Ock, GQ Ock. So we're going to get that. It's Amazing Spider-Man, um, and it's going to be back-to-back, so they're going to tell this with an Amazing Spider-Man in a direct line it's not going to be like its own standalone thing as well uh oh, well it uh, is this- it, it's going to be four issues by itself but it's going to be concurrent in the amazing spider-man as well so you're going to have the savage six that's the that's vultures it. team that's the vultures team and it's a nick spencer book being told i mean it's marvel but being touted as uh as the the craziest book he's made now that coming off the heels of uh secret empire i don't see how that's possible but hey <laughs> So we're going to probably have a, in my prediction, a new anti-hero come out of this book. Mm-hmm. I think one of the villains is going to realize what they're doing to New York City. Because that seems to be the thing with Spider-Man villains, is a lot of them aren't really villain villains. They're doing it for good reasons. The Sinister look at, Six? <clears throat> look at Sandman. Look at what they've done, because they've kind of retconned Vulture into being more like his cartoon thing. Yeah, but Craven the Hunter... Craven the Electro. Hunter isn't really a bad guy. Mm, I mean, I guess it depends on if, you're, if he's hunting you as a person. Like, um, if he's trying to murder you, I feel like he's a bad guy. Well, and I feel like they person. Shocker's like a pretty just a bad guy. But I feel like Lit- even Electro, they've ret- retconned recently to be more like what we saw like he's in the movie where he's not quite a bad guy. We, so. This also comes off the heels of Kindred, which isn't that Harry Osborn? Yes. So that could be your your turn. You think he'll Kindred? Come, yeah, but I, it, this is be, just he could be like the new Ragman. He could be Marvel's Ragman. There's so many villains fighting each other. Something's got to come out of it, and I have a feeling that we're going to get uh, because Venom being so big, but he's kind of now above being that vigilante antihero. He's above Spider-Man at this point. At this so, point, he's like his own thing. <laughs> so I think we need somebody to take that spot, and this is going to give us that. But that's just me talking. Uh, you know what? It, you know, if if I had to guess who that would be, it would be Lizard. Because if if we get a version of Connors who just kind of remembers what's going on, and then yeah, there if, you go. Spider-Man's got a really cool team up with Lizard. That would be cool. Uh, speaking of team ups, we're going to have DC's classic team up couple. You know. Hmm. Uh, the Booster Gold and uh, Blue Beetle is getting a new series. Blue now, and Gold. How long has it been since they had an ongoing series? That's ridiculous. Um, oh, and though they first two, <laughs> this is this is this is a first. This is a first time back. This is they started in the '80s, and they are, in my opinion, the precursor to Deadpool and Cable in the Marvel universe. Like without this book. And showing that this dynamic works of the more serious one and the slapstick one. So, but you're talking about how Booster was a bit more serious? Yes. Okay. Back then. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, essentially Blue Beetle back then was funny Batman. Right. But Booster back then isn't the Booster that we know today. Right. He was a lot more serious. Uh, but when it, this is coming out. Um, oh, Booster July. Gold's trying to get back in the spotlight again. And he's a second-rate hero. Like, it's social media. This is 100% if, what we would want Blue Beetle and Booster Gold to be in today's world. Like, uh, what was the show where he came back, he had all the ads on him? 
Oh, was that Smallville? Was it Smallville? I think it was Smallville. Or a cartoon. I couldn't remember. I it, remember wasn't that, a, but... it wasn't a cartoon. It was live action. Although there could have been a Bevonis with Booster Gold. It could have been a cartoon. But there was definitely a live action one where he had patches all over like he was a NASCAR driver. Yep. For the different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for anybody, I mean, I guess Booster Gold, if you don't know Booster Gold, uh, time traveling, not even a superhero. He stole a suit that allows him to do it. And he has a little, little robot sidekick named Skeet. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's a time traveler. He's that's it. Skeet, Skeet is old. Is a little robot. Skeet, Skeet. Uh, now I don't know which Blue Beetle they're giving him. I, I, it's Ted Cord. Is it Ted Cord? Ted, yeah, it's Ted Cord. Which is crazy because they because Ted Cord hasn't been in the spotlight for a very long time. This is Ted going Cord, to be he died, what was it? Uh, which one? Which one did he get beaten to death in the right in the very beginning of the story? And that was like it for years. Was that the super uh, death was of one Superman? Of the, no, it was one of the um, would, the I, crisis. I bet you, yeah, it was a crisis. He, which crisis was it though? Because this he is going to be going on. This is going to be lethal weapon. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This is one hundred percent lethal you, weapon. I bet you because it's um, it's being done by um, the creator of Booster Gold. Uh, it's it's Dan Jurgens. Dan Jurgens is doing the book, uh, so he's coming back. So he originally wrote the book, and Jeff Johns is doing the first arc. <clears throat> oh, is he really? Yeah, and Jurgens has done the art for almost every issue of it. So, like, this is being like for this to come back. This is everybody's dream. If you're a fan of these characters, to have the original creator be a part of this next generation and bring them into the modern era, uh, I can see this book being a sleeper hit. Say what people. you will about Jeff Johns. He man can write a book. So yeah. that's I mean that's this sounds good. This actually sounds really interesting to me. I've been listening it, to you guys for years and I'm always like, Do I want to jump into that series? Do I want to read this book? Sounds to me like there's every little piece of something is going into this and I'm gonna find it really interesting. If this oh, is gonna be a good book for people to jump in on, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a good book for people that uh <clears throat> want something that's different and like i said i think it's going to be a sleeper hit where people don't expect much from this so they can do whatever the hell they want Mm -hmm. and when you have the original creator there being a part of it he has the true vision of what the characters are so you're going to get a pure version of this so i think we should do a moshko review when this comes out then that sounds like a plan i'm all over it get me can you subscribe me to it too <laughs> sure. And, and what's what's the guy's name? Skeet? Is that it? Oh, Skeet. Yeah. Yeah. Skeet. Skeet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming back. Is, do you think he's going to come through a window? Do you think he's going to come through a window? It's, and it's a, it's supposed to be a big deal. Don't you dare. Don't or a you, wall. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> ah, Skeet. Skeet. All right. Let's move on to some Watchmen. Uh, Rorschach number six and seven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this news. Honestly, and number one. Actually, all of Rorschach. (laughs) (laughs) What are they trying to do? So the long short of it is uh, there was the correspondence between, what's his, Will Meyerson and Laura Cummings, the sidekick he had as a kid, and they were dropped off at his hotel, and they were able to track down the person down who dropped them off, and it turns out that it was... Am I reading this right? Is this really Frank Miller? Yes. <laughs> so yes, it's an alternate universe, but yes. I've, I've got so a question Frank for Miller, you guys when we get there. Keep dude, going look at and... the dude's face. 
in the issue number one, they kind of said that Frank, like they, Frank Miller existed in that world, but now he's getting involved in the storyline. Um, DC really, really wants him to come back and do a a, a story because if they're putting him into a comic, dude, he's writing. He's there's versions of his book in the Rorschach book about pirates. I'm not kidding. Like the dark, the Dark Knight Returns is there's a pirate version of it called the Dark Fire Returns or the Dark Fife Returns or something along those lines Fife about dog. pirates. <sighs> it's the thing. So, it's the thing. so Frank Miller is technically in the main DC continuity. Mm, I wonder because this takes place not in the main. DC universe. Yes, this... but they've appeared in the main DC, so there's connection there. Well, yeah, but they've also crossed over with like Doctor Who and stuff. Like, so are we saying that they're all connected? <laughs> so Star Trek's involved. Well, Star Trek's connected to everything, but regardless. Right, so, right, absolutely, it connects. To, so if that's the case, then it's also connected to the X Men because you know Beast and Spock <laughs> play chess. <laughs> so it's the thing. <laughs> I'm just okay. when I was reading this and so it went. Wait, this is omniverse on. stuff. <laughs> so you're getting Frank Miller. Here, so here's my question to you guys, because when stuff like this happens, I I kind of get infuriated because I don't want real people in my comic book world. Like even when uh, it was a couple of years ago, uh, Obama showed up and like I and Spidey Man. They should have their own presidents. They should like I. It just bothers me when there's like real people Not portrayed. With no, that's that's Marvel's whole thing. Marvel I, made that's why that's why everything takes place in New York. Like that's I know, that was Marvel's shtick in the beginning. That was the whole thing me. is that they they take place in an alternate version of our world. I'm, which is fine. Which is fine. And I don't, we maybe we could have a whole show about this stuff, but I, like it just it just bugs me. Like it's plus it's another world. That, uh, it's fantasy. I don't want to know about President Reagan in my comic books. Sorry, <laughs> but this is Frank Miller. <laughs> this is so different. <laughs> And I, we have to, I feel like we have to make this announcement every time. Frank Miller is a nice person. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes. He has such unlike, a bad uh, rap. <laughs> unlike who wrote The Watchmen, who I'm surprised, who I guarantee they couldn't get to, to be in that book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Oh, Diamond that's Dave. A, man, that's perfect. I feel like the, uh, never mind. I won't go down the Segway uh Never some kung fu and high kicks yeah so uh yeah diamond's back in in the news now and it's just keeps going so uh a little bit back you know penguin penguin wow can't even talk today penguin random house uh started taking over for uh you know doing the distribution for marvel and now diamond's trying to figure out uh well how do i salvage how do we salvage all the accounts and everybody that we're still working with how do we make get them to kind of stay with us even though everybody knows that the cost that those buyers are going to be paying is going to be a lot higher than actually just going through penguin random house um so they're talking about shipping you know we're going to figure out what our shipping rates are and it's it's it seems like too little way too late um this is some of the stuff that they should have been adjusting years ago to potentially keep some of those uh you know shops and whomever you know, but this there. is what happens when you get competition, right? Yeah. Like, this is, yeah, you exactly. know, this is AEW going up against WWE right now. Like mm-hmm. everything's changing because of the little guy gains some traction, and then the consumers mm-hmm. have a choice 
oh no like what are we gonna well, do and that's also because and i wouldn't even yeah. say penguin's a little guy like you know their but business diamond's is also another... been diamond hasn't been the most friendly to 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 work oh. with as well so and that's why i always of, refuse right. to to buy from them <laughs> yes Honestly. i know <laughs> i'll be like i want this thing sorry King. all right kid. nope so i i got an idea because there's some much bigger stories that we need to talk about but i still think we need to go through these so i'm gonna rattle off some quick news we're gonna round robin with opinions and we're gonna move on all right all right so let's we're gonna go first with flash spoiler alert for 769 uh wally west has been it stinks um, He's, I mean, look, Marvel, Marvel or DC doesn't seem to care about Wally West, but they're trying to give him something and he wants to retire as a hero uh, and can sever his connection to the Speed Force. And what it ine uh, in inevitably does is it sends his consciousness through the Speed Force through time into the bodies of other speedsters. So there was an issue where he was Bart Allen and now there's an issue where he's Jake Garrick, which might, the good news here might be the reason we get Jake Garrick back into the normal DC swing of things because he's been gone for a very long time. If you don't count that one weird random appearance in the button, he's been gone since what uh flashpoint. So yeah. since he's, since he's been gone for so long, minus that button issue, this could be a way to get bring back Jake Garrick. So that's kind of cool thoughts. And this might give me a reason to like Barry Allen. You mean Wally West? Sorry, Wally West. <laughs> okay, so moving on like, from there. You what you got something else? Like what are, what's their end goal for Wally? I don't think they really knew. I still I still go by they were like how do we get people all revved up for uh Doomsday uh war um or Doomsday clock without ever getting a chance to get there. Well, let's just bring back Wally. And then they didn't okay. really think about what that actually means. I don't think they have, had a full long-term plan because they just kind of threw them into things. Uh, but let's keep this going with Justice League uh, Infinite, which or Infinity, Justice League Infinity, which is a continuation of the Justice League Unlimited book or uh, cartoon. cartoon. So if you're a fan of that cartoon uh, that went off the air in 2006, I've seen a couple episodes. I mean, people love Wally West uh, from that. People, I mean, it's John's... Uh, um, John Stewart really got a, a bolst in popularity because of that cartoon. Uh, Wonder Woman and Batman had a really cool relationship in that cartoon. It was, I mean, it was a good book or a, a good show. This book is a continuation of that, which comes out in July, digital first, and then um, you can get the actual issues. Thoughts? It should be good. I mean, if you liked that style of art, which is a, the very uh, uh, Batman animated series, Superman, like that Art Deco type cartoon, seeing that in pages would be cool, and you can tell more stories with those characters that you've built a huge separate mythos of without having to bring back and pay a whole bunch of money for it. So well, if, yeah, if the internal, you heard art, my take on uh, just... animated series. <laughs> so. Oh, never mind. The cover art is way better than the internal art. <laughs> nah, all right, let's move into TV. So TV. Nah, well, it's this is the cartoon. I mean, I guess if you like the cartoon art, but I, I kind of expect more from, you know, comics. Uh, all right. So Elijah Richardson, who played uh, Eli Bradley on Falcon of the Winter Soldier, moving into TV news, uh, hinted at that he might have a bigger role in the MCU, which is what we said the moment we saw Eli. <laughs> the moment we saw him, no. uh, we were like, that's going to be the Patriot <laughs> who... Um, you know, long story short, eventually gets a blood transfusion from Elijah, uh, which is how he gets somewhat super soldier serum and becomes the leader of the Young Avengers, which is what we think they're moving towards anyway. So not shocking at I'm all, gonna, but I'm thank gonna, you. I'm going to say this here because it's not a bit important enough to go for a Friday show, but I was waiting at the end of that show 
when his grandfather moved the big tree over for him just to go and pick it up with one hand and move it again yeah and not even oh. notice it <laughs> like oh, not say anything so good. and like almost as they're talking you don't realize that he did it and just kind of leave it there and keep going like that would have been the perfect introduction yeah. that they missed and, and it would have been a much better tease than what we got, which, again, tease for the Friday show. Come back on Friday to hear all about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that's what we're talking about. Speaking of which, uh, since spoilers, Marvel doesn't seem to care about them anymore. Uh, we got our first real poster. I guess, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the season finale, but uh, first uh, poster of Falcon in the Captain America garb in his new Wakandan Captain America costume, which is super dope. We'll talk more about it. Uh, when we when we actually get to the show, uh, but the that poster looks great. Thoughts? Uh, I wish that they would have had uh, Hulk create his costume. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, but I'm okay with Wakanda. I'm okay with that because with Falcon or with Winter Soldier in the in the mix, but and with they them in the Dora Milaje, but them not being a fan of what was going on right there, like <laughs> it doesn't seem like they'd be like, oh yeah, we're just gonna make this costume for. You know, you're the, the people Captain who helped America. defend defend Wakanda from from Thanos's armies. Yeah, I think they can get a favor. <laughs> I think they're fine. The I amount think the of relationships like, are strong. The amount of uh, like memes and stuff that came out where they just showed him looking in it, and then they would show an empty box with something in it, like brownies or whatever. <laughs> I saw on it. That was that was clever. That was fun. All right, uh, I like this next one, which is not important for a Friday Friday show. Mm-hmm. Of the line where Wyatt Russell was like, "It's the same suit, but black." was also his real opinion of the suit. Now, I'm going to defend that suit. The new U.S. agent suit is perfect. It had the white that was missing from the other one. Like, it was the true just finishing off a costume arc that we've been seeing is the trope of all of these superheroes. But because it was presented to the MCU as we haven't seen that before, so everybody just kind of thought that was his costume. But they tweaked it just enough the mm-hmm. only thing I think it's missing is the black logo should have been silver or red. And here, here's a tease for you for Friday, which we'll, we'll dive, dive deeper in Friday. But I believe he is not joining the Thunderbolts or the, um, what's it called? The Freedom Leviathan. Force. I don't, I no, I think, I think the rumors about the Dark Avengers are true and he's going to be the Captain America of the Dark Avengers. And we'll talk more about what that lineup's going to be in, uh, on the Friday show. So check that out. Strong guy. Uh, right. Peacemaker, John Cena. This is a Mauer news. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing uh, his surprise birthday uh, with him in the Peacemaker garb covered in blood mm-hmm. makes me so excited for this damn show. And it definitely shows you what the tone of the show is going to be like. <laughs> I, spoiled that bean real quick. I haven't been as excited for a show in so long, but this show, I'm like, I can't wait. Like, mm-hmm. skip everything. I want to see the Peacemaker show. Completely and, with you. And the, and the Suicide Squad movie. But, you know. We could skip that. I just want to see the Peacemaker yeah, I show. I would skip that just to you see You don't want more. to see the movie? You don't want to see the movie? Because yeah. I think he oh, dies, and make... this is all going to be backstory. Ooh. All right. Well, it, you, you heard it from Moshko first. Call me crazy. This might, be the, this might be the Moshko mic drop moment. This is the first one. This is I, it. Well, here, here we go. Uh, Batista. Can't he see him either. Rex. He was shocked that there was no Guardians of the Galaxy show, and then he thought about it. He went, I don't want to be in makeup for six hours for uh, six episodes. <laughs> He's like, so I thought that one through. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm pretty happy I'm not on a Disney Plus show. And it, it, it's, a, it's a fair question of like, I wonder why they didn't do any Guardians spinoff shows. Like, they could have done a Nebula show. 
In a heartbeat, mm-hmm. they could have done a Nebby. That's a lot of makeup. Show. That's a lot of makeup. Right. And that's that's the <laughs> point. He's like, eh, I don't think any of us are willing to do that. Unless you want to make a Rocket and Groot show, we just do voiceovers. <laughs> just use that <laughs> They could have made it animated. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Um, and then the CW news. This is another Maurer story because this is his this is his pride and joy after Lucifer. Yeah, so they are putting the first five episodes of Superman and Lois on HBO Max uh, up until the day before it comes back from its hiatus. So Monday, May 17th is the cutoff because the new episodes start on the 18th. Uh, Go watch all five episodes. It is the best Superman we've had on screen Mm -hmm. since Christopher Reeve. Uh, You know, I completely agree. Completely yep. agree, and I really like Henry Cavill, but I'm going to take him over him. Um, let's uh, so three more stories to rattle off. Uh, first big one, obviously the probably the biggest story is Captain America four uh, was officially announced. Also, not long after Captain or the finale, which was really ridiculous. That it's like they a couple hours that with the it's image, like right? I was like, guys. <laughs> Give it a day or two. Like well, they, Marvel didn't care about spoilers for this show at all. Because there's been a turn in the goddamn fans. There's another local podcast who at 10 a.m. started posting spoilers and pictures and images. And one of their fans was like, bro, like I'm at work. And he's like, well, you're a Marvel fan. You should be watching this before you go to work so you don't get it spoiled. Like the turn that people have taken is disgusting. And I think Marvel, it was just feeding into they they're watching it and talking about it we're missing that midday news cycle we got to give something i do agree that i've seen more spoilers being posted recently i remember when we used to get mocked for that yep there was a time where i was making memes and uh whoo the community got mad at me real quick and it was only because <laughs> i didn't give them like two or three days and now i can't even i i, I refuse to open up my instagram because i i know scenes are going to get spoiled for me um so yeah but still very cool we got a falcon of the winter soldier coming from the same showrunners uh and uh and essentially the same crew as falcon and the winter soldier is going to be making this new captain america and the winter soldier soldier movie so pretty dope very excited for that uh and then i guess let's uh russell crowe big uh big slip that then got deleted uh, let's talk about the <laughs> fact that uh we're getting some new a new pantheon of gods in uh thor love and thunder yeah, so he is going to be playing Zeus, and he, he was doing an interview and said, I got to go back to set and do more Zeusing. Like, he was using it as a <laughs> verb. Um, so it, you have Zeus, which in the comics, I think it was Thor 8 in the second run, you had Thor versus Zeus in the Marvel comic world. So he has been a counterpart villain, if you will, to Thor, because they're both Not gods always. of uh, Odin and him were friends. But you've Odin also had buddies. Them- you also had them fight, so I don't know if we're getting the ego of Thor, like if th- he has an ego, or if it's not. I think there's another surprise cast. I think I think we'll meet Gladiator, or not Gladiator, I'll, uh, Hercules. I'll tell you what we're, we're not getting. Here's what we're not getting. We're not getting Russell Crowe from Gladiator. We were getting Russell Crowe <laughs> from hanging out on his ranch. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> not doing right. much to, to be the. To, that's what I mean. Is you, you've got now Odin and you've got Thor. And then you're going to have Zeus and Hercules and Hercules for a long time. Marvel fans know that he's an Avenger. I mean, he's Hercules has been around Marvel for a bit and to bring him into the fold means that you can now throw him on future Avengers teams, the new Avengers. I mean, it's a way to open up a new God to add to teams moving forward when Chris Hemsworth is gone. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get to see either 
what I want to see is the more angrier Zeus. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling we're going to get a jolly, uh, jovial Zeus with Russell Crowe. Real cocky, talking about his uh, his protege Hercules. <laughs> yeah, you know that, that's it's going to be, and that's going to be part of Thunderstruck. And he's and Thor's <laughs> going to be real down on himself, not able to lift the, the hammer, which is where Jane comes in. James, the one's going to beat up Hercules. Watch, going to happen. Who plays Hercules? We don't know. I Hasn't know. even been announced. And, well, and the funny thing is, Gore's still in this story. So, I mean, and, they, and mind you, this is Gore the God Butcher. So, Zeus might very well die at the hands of Christian Bale. So, this so, might be the one and only time that you get, uh, uh, excuse me, Russell Crowe. So, Russell Crowe gets killed by Gore, which forces a not really sure of himself Thor to team up with Hercules to try and go after Gore. And that's when you get Jane coming in and all three of them have to unite in order mm. to defeat, defeat Gore. So that's how you get the Trinity without old man Thor, young Thor, and classic Thor. Interesting. Yep. I like that's a great idea. I love that. All right. Mike Drop Mauer, <laughs> finish this off with uh, with what's going on with Bane. <laughs> oh, yes. We'll have a new Bane. Uh, Dave Batista is the next Bane. Mm. Or so he's demanding. He literally <laughs> set up a meeting at Warner Brothers, went in and said, I don't care when you're doing it, when you have Bane in a film next, it's me. And like demands that he get cast as Bane when they do decide to bring him back. It it worked for the guy in uh, Shang-Chi, so That's why not, true. right? A- absolutely <laughs> true. Not? Here's my only issue with it. He's not a very good actor. And what if we're going to get the next... Her? But what if this is the Bane from Batman and Robin, where he just says, Bob, and that's it. Just Dave Baptista, Bob. But I have Bob. a feeling he would if want we're more. getting another Bane, we've seen one side of the spectrum, the other side. I think the next time we see him, it will be more comic accurate, and he I will be that. like the mental superior and physical superior to Batman. I, you know what I would love to see on screen is the not not a fight between them, the conversation between Bane and Batman during uh, No Man's Land. Oh, which is so when good. he yeah when you think Bane's <laughs> there to to do wreak damage, you're like no, I just wanted to just want to catch up. How you been? <laughs> How's things? Because people don't realize that in Nightfall, Bane bested Batman in every aspect of his life, being a detective, uh, in combat, in strength. In planning, like there's always the Batman always wins if you give him time. He had time, and Bane still beat him every time. So, oh, I'm throwing one last story in here. And this story, I'm not even going to explain it really. I just want if you're listening to this from like Spotify or Apple, and you're just you know just came up in your your list for your podcast, I want you to go to our show post anyway and watch this video of Baby Groot at Disney. This Baby Groot <laughs> that runs around Disney is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. It's a legitimate animatronic robot that walks around on his own dancing for the guests at Disney World, and it's the coolest thing. So go to the show post and check that out. On that note, Menti, do that goddamn thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. Unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. We appreciate all the support. Like, comment, rate, subscribe, share. All this stuff goes a long way. And uh, yeah, try keep sharing the uh, the post. And oh, oh, we go. Okay, enough of you said that one of, I'm, I don't want to, I'm not nominating myself, but I'm at least throwing it out there that someone should get take a pie to the face <laughs> again. 
enough people brought it up and enough, it became enough of a thing that I feel like it should be revisited. So we will hash out the details because I am not just volunteering to take another pie <laughs> to the face. Let's um, vote but, on it. Who votes Menti to take the pie? Say uh, I. I, I, don't think Huey, I think Huey would be the funny one. We've seen me mm. already. We've seen that. You've got. I'll show you the video. It's we know great. it's not me. Which you still owe us a pie and hot chips, but yeah. it's too messy. It's too messy. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even <laughs> going to go there. Uh, yeah. Once again, I'm Menti. Deuces. <laughs> we will speak it into existence and make it happen. Uh, Moshko, that's all I got. Bye, toys. And, and I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to YouTube and search Welcome to Fireside and subscribe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get yeah, us yeah. to that 100 spot so we can just say find us on Welcome to Fireside everywhere except for Twitter where we're Fireside Crew again. That was good. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> that was good. Now you can drop the